Hey there, Lisa Natoli here. Welcome to another episode of The Lisa Show. Today I'm going to continue with the theme of healing. I'm going to be talking about emerging from the past. I want to share an idea that came to me this morning. And I've spent the last two months talking about healing. All of those episodes are available to you. I also want to share something exciting, a decision I made yesterday. I have been wanting since that very first episode to have transcripts of all of these shows and they cost money. And I thought, well, I'll do it when some money comes in. And yesterday I really just saw, no, I have to just make a decision and step in and do it. And so yesterday I looked around, I found this online service that costs $1.25 a minute to transcribe, and I'm very excited to announce that I'm doing it. And there's going to be transcripts for you every week. I should have the first one in a couple of hours today, and I'll see how the service goes if I want to continue with this particular company. But I feel happy about it because I really want for these shows to be encouraging and inspiring. I want you to be able to find information quickly that you can use to transform your life. And my mission is to challenge you. My mission really is that you take these ideas and you begin to apply them. You, you learn how to heal that you learn that you don't have to suffer, you don't have to continue to be in pain, that there is a way for you to emerge from the past, and that's what I'm going to be sharing with you today. So I'm going to be revamping my website also. I want to make it very easy for you to see what's in these shows. I'm having them time-stamped. So what that means is that the person who's transcribing the shows is going to be putting a time stamp in various parts so that I can see when there's a transition on the show. And I'm going to be putting that all on a website page for you. You'll have a printable PDF document so that you can see the transcript. You'll still have the audio. I have been wanting to do this. And for me, this is the teaching of A Course in Miracles. Like you make a decision and you go for it. You do not wait for external things to change in order for you to go forward. And so often that's what we do in life. Like we think, well, I'll create that business when more money comes in or I'll change some aspect of myself when, and then you can fill in the blanks. I lose weight or my relation changes or the kids are grown up and out of the house. Whatever it is, we're constantly putting our life on hold, waiting for the external situation to change, and then we make a move. But A Course in Miracles is very clear that you must make a move first. You must make a decision Everything starts in your mind because the external world that you think you see is nothing more than a mirror reflection of your own internal state of mind. So all healing is nothing more than a shift in perception where you're changing your mind to see things differently and you're acting in new ways. You're showing up in new ways. And I'm so excited to talk about this image that came to me this morning about emerging from the past. As many of you know, I talk a lot about healing being simple. 
And as many of you know also, I had been dealing for the last five years with the symptoms, which the doctors called autoimmune disease, told me it was incurable. And I love that because Jesus tells us that the only cure that can happen is a shift in our mind. You're already whole and perfect. And A Course in Miracles is very clear that you cannot heal the body because the body is not real. The body is nothing more than your idea of yourself as a body. It's a belief in separation. And that's the reason why sickness, pain, and suffering seem to occur. And so we start from the place wherever we are in this moment with a willingness to see ourselves as whole and perfect. So the image that came to me this morning, I love it, it's like out of a movie, is sometimes you've seen in the movies where there's a body laying down in a bed and the person dies, and then the spirit sits up from the body and then moves out of the body. And to me, that's what healing is about, is that the you that is you, that is whole and perfect, that can never die, rises up out of the body and walks away from it. And so it's like there's your old life just laying there, and you don't get back into the body. You now are moving totally free from all limits, from all the ideas of yourself as a prisoner or a slave to the body. I thought about, okay, emerge from the past. I know that's in A Course in Miracles somewhere. And there's so many places where Jesus talks about rising up, walking away 2,000 years ago, he said, pick up your bed and walk. Just get up. Get up and walk. We have been so conditioned as humans to think that healing is complicated that you don't think you can just get out of bed and walk. You can't just start living a new life. And I'm here to tell you that you can. You absolutely can make a decision that you are going to emerge from the past and I found the section in A Course in Miracles. It's in chapter 15. And I'm going to read it to you. It's from a section called The Holy Instant and Special Relationships, The Two Uses of Time. And I wanted to share this with you today because I do want to challenge you. I want you to have a direct experience of walking away from your sickness. And this is what happened to me. I had been trying to heal the body for many years. And I also then started trying to heal the mind to heal the body. At some point, it was within the last year, I just said, I'm done with all of that. I'm done with trying to heal the body and I'm done with trying to heal the mind. I'm whole and perfect. End of story. And I'm going to live that way now. And what happens is there is a temptation to keep getting sucked back down into the old energy field. And it happens to me. I just want to share that. It's not perfect, but there's a decision to simply say, okay, it's a new space now and I'm not looking back. Jesus said that 2,000 years ago. Don't look back. Rise up and come with me. Follow me. Follow me out of your place of darkness. And what happens when you do this is you suddenly are looking around at your life 
and you don't know whose clothes those are in your closet. And you look in the food cabinet and you don't know whose food that is. You don't know what you like to eat. You don't know your habits. You've let go of grievances. You just walk away from everything because you say, I'm going to live now in the holy instant. There's no past and there's no future. So what it says here, it says, can you imagine what it means to have no cares, no worries, no anxieties, but merely to be perfectly calm and quiet all the time? Yet that is what time is for, to learn just that and nothing more. God's teacher cannot be satisfied with his teaching until it constitutes all your learning. He has not fulfilled his teaching function until you have become such a consistent learner that you learn only of him. So him is your own inner voice. It's your own whole self until you listen only within. You're listening to the wholeness, to the perfection, to the holiness. When this happened, you will no longer need a teacher or time in which to learn. When this has happened, you will no longer need a teacher or time in which to learn. One of the sources of perceived discouragement from which you suffer is your belief that this takes time and that the results of the Holy Spirit's teaching are far in the future. This is not so, for the Holy Spirit uses time in his own way and is not bound to it. Time is his friend in teaching. It does not waste him as it does you. But all the waste that time seems to bring with it is due but to your identification with the ego, which uses time to support its belief in destruction. And this morning, my husband, Bill, Bill Free, he directed me to chapter 19, and he asked for me to read the first section and what I thought it meant. And Bill and I always have these great fun conversations like that. And what is said in that section that I read this morning was similar to this one, but it used a different word than identification with the ego. It said identification with the body. And that's what sickness is. You're identifying yourself as a body, trapped in a body, separate from other bodies, and you're getting the results and the effects of that belief. So what you need is just to change your thoughts and know yourself as you truly are, which is whole and perfect. You are spirit. And to now identify yourself as Christ, as light, as love, as joy, as the peace of God. That's the truth of what you are. And the truth of what you are was never sick. It can't be sick. It encompasses everything. And so that comes from a decision. It's already happening. You're already whole and perfect. And so that, for a moment, might seem like it takes time. But it doesn't take any time because it comes simply from a decision that you are going to be as God created you. There's a section in the Manual for Teachers. It's from How is Healing Accomplished? And I, I read this a lot, and you've heard it already if you've been listening to these shows. It says, The patient could merely rise up without their aid and say, I have no use for this, 
There is no form of sickness that would not be cured at once. So there is the rising up idea again. You could just rise up and say, I have no need of this. I have no need of this cancer. I have no need of being tired. I have no need of being a victim. I have no need of this. And you simply rise up. You rise up and you say, that's enough of that. It says healing must occur in exact proportion in which the valuelessness of sickness is recognized. One need but say there is no gain at all to me in this and he is healed. But to say this, one must first recognize certain facts. And then it goes on to say that all decisions are of the mind. You must recognize the insignificance of the body for this to occur. It means that you must take total responsibility for your thoughts. You stop being a victim. And so it's, it's a whole new thought system. And so it says here in chapter 15, it says that there's only two uses of time here. And when you allow yourself to use time to remember who you are, the time does collapse. And so it says, the ego, like the Holy Spirit, uses time to convince you of the inevitability of the goal and end of learning. To the ego, the goal is death, which is its end. But to the Holy Spirit, the goal is life, which has no end. The ego is an ally of time, but not a friend. I love how Jesus says that the ego is not your friend. And to accept that and to know that will speed you up enormously. You say the ego, it does not like me. And that's why you have those thoughts of that you're not worthy. It's promising you things in the future. If only you change yourself, then things will be different. But the ego is nothing more than part of the old thought system. So it says the ego wants you dead, but not itself. I love that sentence. The ego wants you dead, but not itself. The outcome of its strange religion must therefore be the conviction that it can pursue you beyond the grave. I'm going to skip over here. It talks about the ego's use of time is bleak and despairing and terrifying. For underneath its fanatical insistence that the past and future be the same is hidden a far more insidious threat to peace. The ego does not advertise its final threat, for it would have its worshippers still believe that it can offer the escape from it. And I think it's important that you remember that the Holy Spirit's goal is life. And to me, that's why you can so easily make a decision right now for life. I am going to be alive. That's a decision. And one of the things that I've talked a lot in these past episodes on healing is that for me, healing is a decision to be real, to be authentic. And sickness is nothing more than isolation. So you've been presenting a false image of yourself. So something that I'm challenging you to do now is to start to show up as real. Just you in your rawness, your realness, your wholeness. And don't wait. 
you know, what's happening right now, it's so interesting for me to watch just social media and technology and the way the world is communicating now is so many people are watching what other people are doing online and trying to copy it. And what you often see is perfect and polished. And so other people think I have to be perfect and polished. I have to put myself out there in such a way that it's, it's inspiring and it's encouraging and it looks good and I look good. And that's just boring. What people want is the real you. And what I'm constantly saying is that that takes courage. It takes courage to show up and be you. And I invite you to do something in the next 24 hours where you're putting yourself out there in a very authentic way. I want you to look at where you've been hiding, where you've been putting up an image of yourself, and I want you to make a decision to be real. To just show up in a very real, vulnerable, authentic way. And that's really, that's what healing is. Is that you say, I'm not going to stay hidden anymore. And from there, you emerge from the past. And it's that image, like I said, of the spirit rising up out of the body and leaving the body behind. One of my favorite ideas in A Course in Miracles is this one about the desert. And Jesus says there's no life there, there's no water there. And yet we stay in this dry place hoping that there will be water. And Jesus is saying, it's a desert, get out of it. And yet we stay in the desert, we stay in the dry place where there is no life and no water. And we hope that the desert will change. We hope that we can keep practicing the workbook lessons of A Course in Miracles, that we can keep praying for change. Nothing can change in a desert. It's a desert. It's dry and it's dusty and there's no life there. And so you must emerge from that place and walk away. Pick up your bed and walk. Don't wait. Get out of the bed. Get out of that place of tiredness and stories and complaining and limitation. Just rise up and say, I'm done with that. I'm so done with this. And you are now standing in a clean, untarnished place. And I can tell you in that place, you won't know what to do. And that's perfect. And what will happen next is that you're standing in that place and you're remembering the truth that you're not alone. You have a guide and you're simply there trusting that you will be shown your next step. And I guarantee it, you will be shown your next step. And you emerge from the past. So what it says here, chapter 15, fear is not of the present, but only of the past and future, which do not exist. There is no fear in the present when each instant stands clear and separated from the past without its shadow reaching out into the future. Each instant is a clean, untarnished birth in which the Son of God emerges from the past into the present, and the present extends forever. It is so beautiful and so clean and free of guilt that nothing but happiness is there. No darkness is remembered, and his immortality and joy are now. This lesson takes no time, for what is time without a past and future? 
It has taken time to misguide you so completely, but it takes no time at all to be what you are. Begin to practice the Holy Spirit's use of time as a teaching aid to happiness and peace. Here we go. We're going to practice now. Take this very instant now and think of it as all there is of time. Nothing can reach you here out of the past, and it is here that you are completely absolved, completely free, and wholly without condemnation. From this holy instant wherein holiness is born, you will go forth in time without fear and with no sense of change with time. What I want to say about this is be alert to when you're in this place and all of a sudden you have a thought about another person. Watch how the mind gives them a past. What happens is that we're training our minds to not slip back into that old place again. Jesus says, don't look back. Free yourself. Free yourself from your own past, for your brother from his past. Here we are in this clean, untarnished place where holiness is born. And so you're simply making a commitment to watch the mind. And to watch when you're sliding back into a story. Time is inconceivable without change and holiness does not change. Learn from this instant more than merely that hell does not exist. In this redeeming instant lies heaven and heaven will not change for the birth into the holy present is salvation from change. Change is an illusion taught by those who could not see themselves as guiltless. There is no change in heaven because there is no change in God. In this holy instant in which you see yourself as bright with freedom, you will remember God. For remembering him is to remember freedom. Whenever you are tempted to be dispirited by the thought of how long it would take to change your mind so completely, ask yourself, how long is an instant? Could you not give so short a time to the Holy Spirit for your salvation? He asks no more, for he has no need of more. It takes far longer to teach you how to be willing to give him this than for him to use this tiny instant to offer you the whole of heaven. In exchange for this instant, he stands ready to give you the remembrance of eternity. And I absolutely love the next sentence. It says, you will never give this holy instant to the Holy Spirit on behalf of your release while you are unwilling to give it to your brothers on behalf of theirs. For the instant of holiness is shared and cannot be yours alone. Remember then when you are tempted to attack a brother that his instant of release is yours. So this is what I'm going to ask for you to do today and for this week is to come into this holy instant and to emerge from the past. I want you to see yourself rising up out of the body, up out of your life, up out of your stories. Just see yourself, see the spirit and the light of you just literally sitting up in your bed. That's how I saw the image and walking away saying, okay, that's not my life. This is who I am. And then be alert 
if the mind goes back into condemning yourself or another. And just stay really close in the mind training. And again, the way it works for me is I have these moments because every moment is brand new. There's no connection to the past. And so often I, I'm in an experience of just looking around and I'm going, whose stuff is this? Whose life is this? This isn't my life. This isn't, I don't need these things anymore. I don't want to do these things anymore. And you're constantly just walking away from them. You know, for me, it's funny, it's with clothes. You know, I'll, I'll buy clothes and I'll wear them for a while. And then I really, I'll look in my closet and I, it'll be a state of bewilderment of whose clothes are these? Like, these aren't my clothes. And I just give them away. And my husband, Bill, he's, he knows me. He, know, he knows I do this. And, and he's used to it now. But I just recognize, like, oh, I don't, I don't know who bought those clothes, but they're not my clothes. And it happens with all of my stuff. Until you really see that it's, it's just a game we're playing. It's a happy game that we're playing. And you're always stepping forth into another new moment. And all you have to do in the mind training is watch when the mind starts picking up little scraps from the past, just to be alert to that and to live from your wholeness, to live from your holiness. This takes practice. This takes discipline. This takes commitment, but let your dedication be to the truth. Allow your mind to be completely occupied with the truth. The mind has been occupied with time and space. Now allow your mind to be occupied by the truth completely. And you will see that you can live this way. And I am challenging you. I'm challenging you to do this, to pick up your bed and walk. Let go of your stories. Just see if you can do this. And I love the way Jesus says, not many are ready to do this. So many people are afraid of this space because they have been living for so long in their addictions and their sickness that they don't dare to live in a new way. And so you do have to make a choice. This path is not for everyone. In the end, it's for everyone. But the end can be a very long ways away. And now you make a decision. And that's what happened to me. I just really came to this place of clarity where I said, I'm going to be alive. That's it. Screw it. I'm all in. I'm just all in. I am not going to play small anymore. I am not going to hide anymore. I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to be real. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to experiment with things. That's what's happening right now on my website and with all the things I'm doing. It's a playground. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you to join me in this playground and to really look at where can you step in and in a brand new way? What can you let go of? And you see, it really is that easy. You just rise up, get up. I love Jesus as a teacher. He just does not sit around talking about how to do this. He commands, get up, rise up, emerge from the past. Don't look back. And as I close this episode, I'm just going to leave you with one more thing is one of the biggest changes that happened for me was to stop looking on the internet for things to help me or heal me. 
That was a big one because I had spent so long looking outside of myself for some kind of a cure. And I tried them all. You know, people would say, try this supplement, try this therapy, try this, try that. I was buying books. And I came to this place where I really recognized I needed to just be quiet and be still and listen within and begin to trust in what was coming to me. And what came to me was this simple, be you. Just be you. Be the light that you are. Be alive. Just show up and live. Holy Spirit's goal is life. And so that goal is now. I am life. I am the way. I am the truth. And so are you. And we're all simply coming to this place where we are remembering God. We are remembering the love that we are. And this is what healing is. You reach this place, you remember your wholeness, you remember your holiness, and you know there's nothing to heal. And you let all of those ideas of trying to heal the body or trying to heal the mind go forever. So I thank you with all my heart for listening to this episode of The Lisa Show. As I said, there's going to be transcripts. I'm so excited. And I'm going to start just putting all of these episodes on their own pages on my website. It will take a moment. So be patient with me on that one. I I see longevity in this show. I see it evolving. I love to have a nice beginning here. I'm so excited to hear these healing stories. I really am encouraging and inspiring and challenging you to test out these ideas. Step into the new place in your life and watch how fast the effects change. I love you. Thank you. Have an awesome week in this new space. Christ is a state of mind. Christ is a state of being. You are the light of the world. You are a child of God. So just have fun this week and allow yourself to be real. Allow yourself to be authentic. I'll see you next week.